again for episode four of the Mental Matters Podcast. What up, though? It's me and Rich today. We're back at it. They let us back in the building again, as Richard always Yay. says. We did it. So, to kick it off for this episode, I'm just going to ask Rich. He's over here on Instagram at the same time as doing a podcast. He's uh, multitasking. I mean, you know, got to keep it interesting. CEO Richard. Hey. But, uh, that's what we do. <laughs> so tell, tell us how was your uh, week since the last episode? Oh my God. Do you really want me to tell you right now? I can tell you. I'm going to tell you the whole thing. Tell us some good stuff. Good stuff? Yeah, tell okay. us some good stuff. Let me try to find it. Okay, there it is. So <laughs> um, I still have a job. I'm still employed. That's and good. And my wife still likes me. That's good. And I'm just trying to adult, even though adulting is trash. Yeah. Yep. Really trash. Mm-hmm. I'm feeling it today. I'm just like, I'm chill. I'm relaxed. I ain't really doing nothing today. Yeah. I wanted the grill, but we had a crazy windstorm that just knocked out the power. So oh, I'm okay. just like, so going out to dinner. Yeah. <laughs> so, uh, man, it'll get better though. It was cool. Got to go see Avengers though. That was kind of cool. Yeah, that was really dope. That was. How many times did you see it? Just once. Only seen it once. Okay. But. <sighs> should we so put a spoiler alert out there? It, well, it's about a week. Okay. So they should have saw it by now. <laughs> Madam EP. Anyway, um, everything is good. Um, we'll talk about that a little bit later. But um, I'm here, man. I'm just here. Let's do this. That's good. I saw you, uh, you were on social media putting up pictures of the workout and everything so yeah man yeah. i'm trying to get my life together that's dope felt good uh-huh. i'm actually still feeling my leg day stuff from, from thursday okay so do you do like the leg presses or um so after i do my cardio i did some leg presses cardio is the hardest right that's, cardio is what gets you. the rest of you going though yeah you gotta do the cardio first mm-hmm so you don't do the cardio, you just kind of wasting your time. I hate so. cardio, man. Yeah. I like Cardi B. I don't like cardio. But Cardi B. <laughs> not cardio. That's an old joke, but yeah. Is it old? Because yeah. Cardi B is new. I've seen it on so... memes. I've seen it on so many memes for like the last three or four oh months. Oh, so. my. I consider okay. it old. I can't judge you, man. Yeah. Live your best life. Yeah. That's actually my favorite song on that album. Yeah. Yeah, I was thinking about it. Yeah, that's the best one. <laughs> to me. Y'all might have different ones, but I don't know. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah. How, what about you, man? How was your week, man? Week was good. Uh, me, and the, me and the wife. I want to give my wife a shout out because she's been really uh, supportive on like the whole. Shout like, out to the wife. She's been supportive doing the podcast as well as, you know, this week. We uh, changed up our eating habits a little bit. So we've been uh, doing small changes. So one of the changes. One of the changes that we did, for instance, was, uh, like, my wife, she loves eggs. So, eggs. Um, oh, yeah, that's, it's like, if nothing else is, like, in the house or something like that, if, like, if we didn't go shopping within, like, the last five to seven days, she'll go whoop up some cheese eggs and a piece of toast, and she'll be straight. So, <laughs> but, They so, call her young eggs or something. That's, that's her nickname, young like so, eggs. So, one of the things that uh, we've been, like, putting in place for, like, breakfast, because, you know, breakfast is the most important meal of the day according to all the physicians and everybody but so we've been eating a lot of uh egg white omelets like we've been on like this like meatless type of regimen recently like the last like five to six days so i mean we've we included fish you know fish 
it's protein so we still you know i still eat my tuna fish still get my salmon intake in but um you know i haven't had you know a burger or no uh fried chicken since you know last sunday so <laughs> i had fried like chicken that. like the other day i came from yeah. so, uh, <laughs> it's kind of bad <laughs> But yeah, I, I as well give her a shout out. We've been on a meatless regimen. It's actually been, you know, pretty easy. It's, the thing is, is that you just have to plan out, you know, all your meals. So that's that that takes away all of the stress. That takes away all of the uh, irritants. It's like if you don't know what you're going to eat, you're just going to fall back into your old habits. You know, that's what I've been learning. So yeah. So as I learned in this journey, not just this time, but mm-hmm. there's a certain percentage of, of it that's in the kitchen, yep. and a certain percentage that's actually in the gym. Mm-hmm. And I mean, you gotta treat your body right, both body right both ways. So, yep. um, we we look we getting it together. I gotta, I got a ways to go, but yeah, I haven't had anything bad lately. So, I mean, besides that fried chicken, because it was just okay. It was just one of those days. It was like, mm-hmm. but it was chicken shot. Chicken shack, yeah, it's not that greasy. Yeah, yeah. So now, if you would have said like I had some churches, then I'd be like, yeah, you kind of you know off the off the wall with that one. <laughs> Yeah, if it was like Popeyes or like Captain Jays or something, it'd yeah. be like, oh man, lemon pepper on everything. <laughs> like, why is there lemon pepper on my container? I really don't understand yeah. what's going on. Man. But give me lemon pepper on a napkin. Like, this is gonna get to lemon that point. Like, on the <laughs> it's like we thought chili cheese that got bad. <laughs> they even have to take lemon pepper to a whole another level. <laughs> Yo, exactly. I'm like. Why? Yep. You get to the car, slim and pepper on your car, and yeah, like, it's crazy. Anyway. Yep. Whatever. I think, like, one time I got a carry out from one of those places, and it was, you know, how they put the, the wheat bread underneath the uh, fish or the chicken. It's like they put the parchment paper in the wheat bread underneath. I think oh. they put a sprinkled lemon pepper on my wheat bread. <laughs> <laughs> make sure we get all this. Make sure you get lemon pepper for days. Definitely. They give you a lemon pepper packet to go and everything. I'm like, all right, this is getting <laughs> ridiculous. Stop it. Uh, I also just want to give a big shout out to everyone who's following us, who, everyone who's on Instagram right now. Hang on. Richie's out there connecting with everybody, waving. Everybody's bringing in the likes. And if you got any questions or anything that we talk about, you know, just feel free to always just go on Instagram and write something under the comments on one of our posts. And, We'll be sure to address it. We appreciate all the love that we get. Definitely so. do, man. Yep. So, yeah. So, what are we talking about, Jay? What are we doing today? Today. What are we doing? Today is the Mother's Day special episode. Mother's Day. The Mother's Day episode. So, Mother's Day this year falls on uh, the 13th, mm-hmm. I believe, of May. Yeah. So, by the time you guys hear this, it should be five to six days before that, that we're releasing. That means y'all still got time. Yep. To go get y'all edible arrangements for y'all mama. All right. <laughs> Or get the uh, the Myers joints that you uh, you've been budgeting for, cause you know, yep. For some reason, y'all want to go all in. Y'all want to just get a little cheap stuff. Yep. Treat your mama good this year. That's what I'm gonna try to do yeah. anyway. Get some flowers, some carnations, some roses. Yeah. Yeah. It's not it's not expensive as you think it is. You go get a nice you know bouquet of roses. Maybe not a bouquet. We get like I think a dozen for a good twelve fifteen bucks. At least in some of the spots yeah. that I've seen. So I always try to take my mother out for mother's day yep so i mean we'll, we'll see how it goes this year we're supposed to start something new with that this year like since all of us from our generation are getting older and starting our own families moved out the house and everything trying yeah. to adopt uh, I, I saw this post this week it says you know my mom asked me you know where are we taking her for mother's day like the person replied like 
dang, mom, like, we got food at the house. Like, what are you talking about? Yeah, like, you coming <laughs> over or what? Like, right. we get this grill going. That's what she used to do to us, so, you know, that's how we got to pay it for it. Like, She's getting a hug and munchos. Yep. I'm... <sighs> a hug and munchos? A hug and munchos. That's what someone put on Instagram, huh? I'm not going to tell you who. You don't have to. <laughs> you already know who it is. You already know. Is it at least going to be the Flaming Hot Munchos or, wait, Munchos or, no, I'm thinking Munchies. I've got them mixed up. The Munchos is the red bag with the thin crisp ones, right? Okay, mm-hmm. okay, yeah. I was thinking of Munchies with the pretzels and the uh, Cheetos. No, nah, I can't eat those. Those are trash to me. My wife always used to love those. We were in undergrad. She would get the Flaming Hot Munchies. Oh. And I used to just pick the Cheetos out of it. But, yeah, so... Today is the Mother's Day episode, the Mother's Day special. Make sure you tell your, your mother you love her every day. Don't wait till Mother's Day to say that. Can I just shout, like, the Migos, like, ad lib of Mama, like, half the time through this episode? You gotta you gotta tell me, like, where you got that from. Mama! I, I never even heard that before. Oh, we talking about on a t-shirt. White tee, what was it called? Oh. Mama told me. No, not, not even <laughs> just that. Not even just that one. I wasn't even thinking about that one. Okay. So, between that... And you have a two chain song. I was okay. trying to make my mama proud. That's new, isn't it? It's new. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so he just come on and play, mama. Like, okay. Uh, <laughs> it always throws me off. I love. I, I hate the Migos, but I love the Migos because okay. they just keep you like sewn in. Like, I can't take them too too, too much, man. I could do like one song and I gotta leave them alone for like a week. Uh, it's, it's that bad for me. It's catchy to me, like. <laughs> They're the only, like, group I could take like that. Okay. All these other dudes, they can just, like, go jump off a cliff personally because they're trash. Mm-hmm. But, you know, amigos, you're you earned your way right here, man. <laughs> <laughs> the animals are hilarious. <laughs> but anyway, I'm going to just shout mama randomly. You, I'm not even going to let you know, man. I'm just going to hit you with the bone. All right. You might scare some of the listeners, but it'll be all right. <laughs> I mean, it'll be all right. Some DMX type chance or something. I'm not. <laughs> Doing DMX type chance, it's not happening. Well, yeah, what do, what do you usually get your mom for Mother's Day? Like, what is what do I usually get my mom for Mother's Day? She can always kind of want to get from you. Um, <laughs> or do you switch it up? <laughs> well, she can always count on love and affection. Yeah, that's always gonna happen. I'll give her a hug and be like, "Hey, I love you." Mm-hmm. Um, but on a serious note, um. I don't know. I always just try. My biggest thing is you can try to spend money all you want, but spending time's worth much more. Yeah. So I always try to spend time with my mother around Mother's Day. Okay. Um. So if it's just us two getting a bite to eat, catching up, because mm-hmm. in today's life and times we just don't have time to do things that like we want to do. Right. Um. Or if it's uh, you know, like this year we might try to get like between my mother-in-law and my mom, we might try to go out to dinner or something. Okay. Or just have something at the house because well, I'm gonna pay all the cook when I can just do this myself. Right. I'm nice with the I'm nice with the spatula, man. Good. Okay, okay. So, so you um, you make her double burger with cheese or you know it up? probably not a double yeah. burger with cheese. <laughs> That's a minister society one. reference. By the way. Cheer clown. Shout out to the horse boy. Um, but in real life, uh, I might have like a small dinner or something. That's what I'm looking to do. So, okay, I gotta get the okay from my uh my financial managers, but uh, yeah, you know how that always, goes. yeah, I know yeah. how that go. Yeah, it's a beautiful thing, though. Oh, yeah. I yeah. love the death. Yeah. <laughs> it's just uh, sometimes it's going to be no. That's all. <laughs> Once you get over that, though, it's all good. Yeah. But, 
Well, yeah, I mean, big shout out to all the mothers that are, all the mothers that will be that are, you mm-hmm. know, sending out little announcements and such now, and mamas that have been doing it for years, and, you know, big shout out to y'all, I mean, you know. Yep. Sometimes, you know, there's certain things a father can teach, but only certain things a mom can teach, and, uh, you know, so the give shout outs were due, so. Yeah. But, yeah, that's what I plan on doing for my mom. Okay. So, what about you? I'd say, like, traditionally, um, for Mother's Day, me and my sister, we would always get up and then make our mom, like, breakfast. That was one of the things that we would do. Mm. Um, Who cooked the eggs? Sometimes I did. Sometimes she did. My sister makes eggs better than I do, though. Uh, like, I was I was terrible. Now I know how to do it. But when I was, like, 13, 12, 11, it was like, why the eggs got, you know, the bits from the grease that you cook the bacon in and it you know <laughs> all the eggs got blacked out oh no <laughs> like, I was just those are the worst kind like <laughs> I would be mad if I was sure mama like what is this we just we just put, this <laughs> we just to put cheese over it like it don't matter just put some cheese on the eggs like it'd be alright oh really yeah, oh, okay yeah that's how we used to do it and I know more that was okay. what, 13 14 years ago I was gonna give a shout out to your wife like don't let them cook it <laughs> I let her cook all the eggs. Oh, yeah. you let her? Oh, yeah, okay. that's her. That's her favorite thing to do. Uh, but uh, so yeah, me and my sister we were younger. It was always just a card, and then uh, it would be um, we would do breakfast like the morning of, and then like our dad would just go and buy something, and like it didn't matter what it was, but like one of those you know Doctor Show's foot spas, or it'd be like he would give my mom like I don't know like some type of appliance that she always wanted, and then um. He would say, like, this is for me and our kids. So he would always cover for us because we had no money. You know, he was like <laughs> nine and 13 and my sister four, year old, four years older than me. So, yeah. But as we got older, it transitioned to where we had, like, a little bit of money. So, you know, me and my sister were about my mom different appliances again. Like, my mom, she was really into um a lot of, uh, like, Food Network stuff. So she would want, like, her own, like, chocolate fondue fountain or she would want, like, her own, like, ice cream Does maker. she ever really use that? She used it a couple of times. So, like, she used it, um, I would say, like, when my sister had, like, an open house after she, like, graduated high school and college. So that was two times. And then I think she used it again, like, on, uh, like, maybe, like, a holiday, something like that. But, yeah, we, we say the same thing. Like, mom, we watch it at chocolate fountain and it's just sitting there. Like, we got you that, like, six Mother's Days ago. <laughs> <laughs> the thing though, it's just sitting in the corner to collect dust. It's still in the box and See, everything. <laughs> and that's the issue I have with like buying gifts because yeah. if they can't legitimately use them, yep. they don't do nothing but collect dust. Right. Like, I'm not gonna say no names for anybody that does this, but this is one what was I saw this happen before. It's like this It's not I forgot exactly what it is. Basically it's like this then you can, small you can kind of correct me on it, but it's this new wave. That's what it's called, new wave. And you have like a grill or something at the bottom, and it's like a heater thing at the top, whatever, cooks from the, like, sends the heat down to the bottom, whatever. Air fryer? It's not an air fryer? I don't think it's a technical air it's fryer. It's not like an air fryer. No, nah, but. I know what you're talking about, though. I've seen that. I've like... had a chance to use it. I mean, it was cool. Okay. But, like, I know nobody uses that every single day. Right. Like, that was something that somebody said, oh, how can I get some money? Yep. I need some <laughs> money real quick. And they got on the ass scene on TV or, you know, one of them with ads and junk. And right. They sold that boy for, you know, what was that, $24.95 mm-hmm. plus shipping and handling. Yep. And, um, 
Yeah, that, that that's what happened with that. So, yeah. uh, but anyway, um, I hate buying useless gifts. Yeah. So I refuse to buy useless gifts. I, I try to find, like you said, like I hate buying useless stuff. So I try to find like purpose in it. So like I think yeah. last Mother's Day, me and my sister, we uh bought my mom uh what is it like a Dutch? You know how they got those Dutch pots, Dutch oven pots or whatever. It's like six quart pots. So yeah. we bought her that, but I I still see it in a box. <laughs> <laughs> that's that's a pot. Like I thought, you know, my mom she loves to so cook. If so if I take you out to dinner, if I make you dinner, mm-hmm. I know you're gonna use the dinner because you're gonna smash that. All right. And then it's gone next day. You just gave me an idea. So see. Yeah. Yeah. But my mom, she's always she always enjoys the dinner. So we took her out for uh, her birthday was in March. So mm. it's too many dinners for her. I think. Yeah, my, my gotta, mom's birthday's gotta, in March actually. Yeah, start spreading that out a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> we actually not gonna celebrate your birthday until like October. That's okay. No, no, this is what we're gonna do. Yeah. And uh you know, deal with that. But anywho. Um Yeah, shout out to the moms out there, man. Yeah. So how we doing this today? You the man today. So I got a few a few discussion topics about the moms. I'll just kick them out there. We just convey back and forth, just maybe get some feedback from Instagram people and everything out there. So there we go. One of the uh, discussion topics I had was um, how important is a mother to a family? Because you know you see some people. You know I've met people through college and just growing up. You know and they didn't have. Some people don't have the relationship with their mom that you would think people would want with their mom. Like for instance, you see like this is show on VH1. I'm not gonna say it, but should I say What's it? Name of the show? It's love and hip hop. So oh, you watched that? <laughs> I've seen it before. Oh but yeah, there's, sure. There's a person on there who's always beefing with their mom. It's, it's a it's a female, and she's always beefing with their mom. And it's it's crazy because like when I when I watch it, I'm just like, how can you like? I don't know. I've never experienced like any wrongdoing to me from my mom, so I can't really say like how can you like yell at your mom and scream on your mom and just flat out say like I don't need you in my life. So it's like, how important is a mom to a family? Because some people, they feel like, you know, they didn't need their mom in their life. But like, if you just like watch like shows like that, like right. they'll say like, you know, I made it without you. I don't need you. And then, you know, some people, they wish they could have had a relationship with their mom, but their mom might have like passed away before they were, you know, able to, you know, grow, grow up with them, you know, passed away before they actually understood, you know, maybe two years old, three years old, their mom may have passed away. So how important... Like, is a mom to a, a family, to, like, the development of a child, from your perspective? From my perspective, as a black man in society. Um, so I'm going to just answer from my own experience, because I learned a lot of things in general from my mom. So I think that, one, your mother really kind of leads the charge in terms of you know, how to uh, be affectionate, I think. Okay. I'm sure definitely leads that. Um, I think with parents in general, they're supposed to kind of be that example of what it means to be a, you know, what type of family you want to have, what type of connection you want to have with your significant other. You know, ways you should be able to treat you know, um, your significant other. So when it comes to the mother, I think, especially in terms of raising their child, is, you know, you have the 
in some cases, I mean, I think it depends on the role that your that, that wife would play, or that mother would play in the household. So, she might be the absolute guru when it comes to budgeting. Okay. And she might be like the person that knows whatever special concoction it is mm-hmm. to clean up the house. Okay. You know, you, you know, certain mamas got that trick of the trade that right. you use this sponge for this. You use this scrubber for that. Mm-hmm. You can only mix this and that together, but nothing else. Okay. It's going to give you that good smell in your house. You know what I'm talking about. <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, you, you got that aspect of it. But um, I think overall for, you know, especially from a guy's perspective is, you know, mom really kind of shows you like, hey, you know, I can teach you how to be nurturing to, you know, a woman, if you will. But I can't teach you how to, you know, ultimately be a man. Okay. She's going to look to where her dad was yep. or any male figure that was a positive role model to her yep. and try to raise you with that. Okay. So, I mean, that's just like my initial thought when it comes to, like, what's the, you know, some mother's role when it comes to a child. Yeah. That's dope. Like, even, like, in your... Uh and you're like dialogue right there where you gave the piece about they have like the touch in order to know like you mix this solution with this solution yeah, and like and I don't know what it is because they always seem to either hear stuff yep or be able to smell something going on it's just like a seventh sense or something <laughs> like we got the sixth sense from the movie right. but we got the seventh sense from mama because like mama just be like I know you in there doing what you doing. <laughs> it's like what? You standing on that bunk bed, ain't you? <laughs> no. Nah. Yeah. <laughs> and so I mean, you know, she also be kind of puts that initial like, I guess like that initial fear, like don't. All right, it might be okay to piss off dad, but uh-huh. don't piss off mama. Yeah. Cause mama gonna. Huh. Yeah. Uh, yeah. She's going to come in here and, you know, raise all type of hell. Yeah. So, I mean, you got that aspect. And I remember, um, so actually for me, all of them, I had, like, my story's very different. So I had, like, maybe five women that played a mother, like, figure in my life. Okay. So obviously my own mother. Yep. Um, then certain ages and stages, my three aunts would. Okay. And they've all taught me something different. Mm-hmm. Like, one aunt taught me how to drive. Yep. Another told me not to mess with mama. Okay. <laughs> and the other one told me, like, it's it's okay to reward yourself. And, you know, you get rewarded for doing good things sometimes. Okay. And then you had the one that was my mom's best friend. So my godmother. Mm-hmm. But she was just, you know, man. <laughs> I think about life without my godmother. I'm just like, I don't know how I would survive high school because... <laughs> You know, without giving too much substance, but, yep. you know, in turn, you know, I think if you combine all the different things I learned from those five women, mm-hmm. that's ultimately what a mom's mother is supposed to be for okay. a child. That's dope. So, yep. yeah, for me to, for you to know more, I have to explain, like, exactly who these people were, but. Yeah, big shout out to everybody who helped raise Rich. <laughs> to be the <laughs> right. good man that he is today. Uh, I try to be a good man. <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> Some days I'm still trash too, but I mean, <laughs> I wouldn't say that. Well, you know. But uh, thank you, brother. Like to me, uh, from my perspective, like how important my mom is to her family. Um, I don't know if I can like actually find like the right words to put it in, but I'm gonna try. Go so I feel like uh, if you're like blessed enough to, you know, have grown up in a, a two-parent household, you can see like the proper model of uh, how a family should function and how um, a family should support one another. Uh, growing up in a two-parent household for me, like my dad, it was like no question that he was, you know, the leader, like the head. Um, and not in a, in a dictatorship type of way. It was just that he was always, he was always there. Like it was never, uh, it was never a time where I was like, you know, where is my dad at? Or um, is my dad coming home today? Or, you know, when are we going to eat? It was never, I never experienced that before. And so, him being like that type of leader, um, it's like him and my mom operated as a team. So my dad, he's like the head, but then my mom was like the backbone that supported that head. So it was like if my dad ever, if there ever came a time where he did slip, like, and, you know, um, may have not, you know, been on point at a certain time, it was never something that me and my sister ever knew about because my mom was right there and so she was she she played a role that was like it's like my father was the head my mom was everything else so she's the body right so it was like she did all the other functions that like you didn't see so like if a bill came through the house you know my dad he'll go get the mail like, oh, let me like pay this or whatever you know he'll put all his money to the side and everything like that but like my mom she worked too so she had like her own money but like i never saw like her have to like come out of her pocket to to pay for a bill but i always saw her go to the grocery store always see her always saw her um schedule doctor's appointments for me and my sister always taking us to dentist appointments like she was always like the uh what do you call it, the unsung hero that's how i felt like what i saw my mom do a lot and so i feel like my mom in the household is at least for a male, she's the example of the woman that he'll probably fall for or that he'll end up loving. Um, so my mom, she was someone or is someone who's like always caring, always kind, someone who's very honest, someone who like <laughs> she won't be she won't sugarcoat anything for you, but at the same time she won't like just outright like dog you, you know. She has a she has a way of like cutting you. Like she's like I don't know. It's it's like she would be if she was a rapper. She'd be a top lyricist. You know what I mean? Like she was like that. Like with the with the words. Like she has like great wordplay. Like she won't come out and say like you you failing. Like she won't come out and tell you, you failing. But she'll be like, what did you do this week? How did like everything you did this week lead up to the result that you got? You know that type of thing. So it comes from a a, a place of love when she was actually like disciplining us. I never experienced like I never got a whooping that I didn't deserve. You know, like every whooping that I got was something that I deserved, something that I did wrong. Maybe except for once or twice, but. <laughs> I don't know, man. I remember one time when I was younger, uh, and I don't, I don't want to take away from your time, but I remember it was me and my me and my cousin. So we were like brothers growing up, and yep. we did everything together. Okay. And they lived in East Point. 
Mm-hmm. And they had like a certain back room, which was really dope. Mm-hmm. And so one day we were taking a girl. Like, we got in trouble. First off, we got in trouble for everything together. Okay. Like, if he did something stupid and I had nothing to do with it, mm-hmm. who did that? Them two. Like, mm-hmm. So you used to get like group whoopings? Like. Yeah, like, <laughs> like, what is that? Like, how do you get a group whooping? Like, that's so stupid. But, um, so yeah, we used to get like group whoopings, which was very weird. Yeah. Um, group punishments, uh-huh. you know, whatever, maybe. We, everything together, literally. Yeah. And, uh, I just remember, um, there's one time far as back room's concerned, mm-hmm. we, you know, like those big, uh, containers of water? Yep. Not the, like, gallon jugs, but the bigger ones than that. Mm-hmm. Some of the ones they put, like, upside down. Yeah. And, yep, yep. There you go. And so, I remember bringing in groceries one time, because they only use that water at a certain, a certain time at each point. Okay. And so, when he brought it in... He slid it across the floor. And the way the floor is set up, it mm-hmm. was just one piece of wood sticking out. Okay. So it poked it, mm-hmm. and all the water came out and messed up the floor. Wow. And I remember it. Like, to this day, I'm like, why did he do this? Mm-hmm. We about to get in trouble. <laughs> so my uncle came in. He was like, who did this? Mm-hmm. I'm like, I personally, I'm like, I don't know who did it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm playing my role. Mm-hmm. like, you just don't let it he, be like, me. My uncle was like, first off, I'm going to whoop you for lying. <laughs> 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 I experienced those before. <laughs> you were in trouble for lying. Yeah. You're going to get in trouble because you're trying to cover for somebody. Right. Because I know you know who did it. Uh-huh. But, you know, I ain't know. So uh-huh. you <laughs> still saying you don't know? So, like 15 years later. <laughs> this whooping going to hurt, but, uh, I mean, we're going to get it in. <laughs> uh, and then, of course, uh, you know, my other cousin, he's like, I don't know who did that. I don't know. Uh-huh. So I'm like, all right, we covered so then my other cousins come. They like, it was them too. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> what? <laughs> so you just threw that at us? Like we did it? Really? Whatever. Yeah. So then he got mad with all of us. Whap, 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 whap. And I remember that weekend, we were all supposed to go over my, uh, supposed to go out over somebody's house or whatever, the other family member's house. And... You know, also my uncle found out he did it. Okay. And so, he put him on punishment for the weekend. We all got to go. Mm-hmm. So, I'm sitting there with the other two, my other two girl cousins. I'm just like, y'all trash. Yeah. Right y'all so much trash. <laughs> I should give y'all swirlies right now. <laughs> just right in the toilet. Just, uh. But, um, well, yeah, so, you know, but, <laughs> I don't know how we actually got here, but I just know that, um. You know, sometimes, you know, that, those certain levels of discipline, you know, mm-hmm. there's some things my uncle would do, or my, my father figure would do, yep. but my aunt didn't have to go through that. She would just, you know that look, mm-hmm. you ever got that look from your mama? Yeah. That was like, I better not lie. Yeah. I better not tell stories, because mm-hmm. she already know. Mm-hmm. It was me, okay? <laughs> oh, my God. It was me. I'm so sorry. It's never going to happen again. And she was like... That still didn't work, right? Like, you still want punishment. Yeah. <laughs> like, that's not going to change. Yeah. But thank you for telling me the truth. <laughs> I wasn't a punishment kid. I was an open kid. See, and I actually didn't do much wrong. Uh-huh. That's why I have an issue with that. Okay. Because I was always a quiet kid. Uh-huh. I was just like, man, this is all trash, but... Uh-huh. Anyway. It just whoop you off the basis that you're supposed to know better. 
Like I didn't teach you how to do that. Like you're supposed to know better. So I'm about to go get the, go get my belt and all that stuff. Yeah. And don't pick that little flimsy <laughs> one either. You get the one with the rhinestones on it, <laughs> with the infinity stones on that boy. You know what they were talking the, about back then. The man. one she wore to Prince concert back in 1988 and all that. Purple, <laughs> but, but yeah, I was just say that. I don't under, I don't see how um, how households functions how a household can function without a mom, you know, because they do everything that isn't a metric, you know. Like, you know how, like, the Warriors have Draymond Green? Like, yeah. moms are Draymond Green. Like, they do everything. Like, they're, so. like, they're like the spirit, man. Like, they're just, wow. like, I'm not saying that, like, you know, they're not, like, dope as, like, LeBron. Like, they're not the best player. I'm just saying, like, they do a lot of the things that you can't track, you know. Like, for instance, your mom is, like, your support system. She's, like, your chef. She's the person who dresses you. She's the person who you learn love from, like you said. Like, she's the first person who hugs you, like, after you came into this world. It's like, you can't put a metric on stuff like that. You can't You can't say, like, this stuff is worth a certain amount of money. Like, they do all of the invaluable things. And then it's not until you grow older and you look back and you say, hey, if it wasn't for my mom being the type of person who was responsible, or the type of person who cared about my education, uh, the type of person who cared about me having uh, friends who actually cared about me and weren't trash. That's Richard's word. If you actually, <laughs> your mom actually, you know, was your first support system. Because when you, when you have friends, that's another thing. Like when you have friends and you bring them around, your mom can tell you if your friends are trash. They'll be like, yeah, like, you could be friends with them, but they're not going nowhere. Like, you got something else better to do in life then. So have you ever had that moment when mama was just like, so I remember when I was younger, I would, you know, I would date. And everything, and when that person will leave, she'll be like, I don't like her. Mm-hmm. And I was like, You don't even know her. Right. You don't know her like I know her. Of course not. But she's like, I'm telling you. I'll tell you right now. Uh-huh. That ain't gonna last. Right. And I'll be like, You don't know. Uh-huh. <laughs> Next thing you know. <laughs> It's over. Yeah. <laughs> it's all done. I was like, what? How do you know this? Mama told you. Mama told Mama told me. Yeah, mama. <laughs> and um, she was just always right. Yeah. And so I'm not going to say that, you know, my wife is, you know, like my mother at all, like behavior-wise, certain yeah. things or not. Mm-hmm. But... There are some portions of life that she has mama vibes. Mm-hmm. Like that whole, like, like the whole sense you think. Yep. Like she'll be doing something, living her best life, and then she'll be like, what you doing right now? And I'm yep. like, I'm going through it. How would you know? Uh-huh. I felt you. I'm uh-huh. like, where do you get? <laughs> That's that seventh sense I'm telling you, bro. Yeah. So, I mean, you know, the, for me, you know, it's uh. I don't know, so I always thought that was weird. Like, it's like, she, mama always knows. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, how do you know what's on my brain? Like, right. how? Mm-hmm. Like, you can't even, you can't get that nowhere else. Like, only mama knows. Right. Your dad is be like, you look you look like what you've been through. Yeah. And mama be like, <laughs> I know you're going through something. That's you so true. Saying it. <laughs> That's so true. <laughs> don't ask me how I know this. Yeah, it's like dads, they don't have, like, the, they don't have the touch, but... They're still, they well, still they got that touch. Role. I mean, yeah, when they whooping you. But. Yeah. <laughs> they 
get that purple rain belt, <laughs> goddammit. <laughs> Bell. But yeah, I, like my mom is, is very important to a household. Like I'm sure like she made like your first lunch when you went to school. Yeah, just the first one. Yeah, oh, only the first one. <laughs> <laughs> well, she only made the first one. I can't remember the next one. What was it? What was the first lunch you had? Your mom made you um, peanut butter jelly, turkey no, and cheese. No, no, no. This had to be uh, that she actually made. Yeah. This had to be uh, I don't know if I can actually remember, but I do know it had all the good snacks too, though. It wasn't lunchable. No, it wasn't okay, lunchable. Okay. But it had all the good snacks with it. Okay. So like you had like the lunch, that actual lunch. You had all the dope snacks, uh-huh. and I was just like, man, yeah, this is a lunch. <laughs> <laughs> that should never happen again. And I think I had a very unique situation too because in my house it was a two-family flat. Mm-hmm. So me and my parents lived on the first floor, okay. and my grandmother actually stayed on the second floor. Okay. And you know, not not to do. You know, not to downplay my mom's efforts because, you know, she was the workaholic. She was the person that, you know, she worked her butt off so that, you know, my, both my parents did. But, mm-hmm. you know, my mom worked, you know, nights. So there were some days I didn't see my mother, like, all day. And, okay. you know, because she came in, you know, seven thirty, eight o'clock. <laughs> I'm like, oh, hey, what's up? Likewise, like, it was the same for us. And so, you know, my dad, he worked his, uh, their schedules kind of alternated a okay. little bit. So I remember there was some times when my dad worked mornings, and by the time I got home from school, he'd be right there, like, pulling up. Mm-hmm. And then, but then when it comes to my grandmother, she just worked 9 to 5. Okay. And, you know, outside of her Wednesday Bible studies and everything, mm-hmm. her being, like, you know, sister of the church, mother of the church, mm-hmm. she was always there. Like, okay. you know, she was that other mother. Mm-hmm. So I guess in the time I had like six months to okay. think about it, but um, and she was definitely number two, uh-huh. um, if not number one at times, because you know she'd make sure. So she was the person that kept my apparel together. She mm-hmm. was like, "You're not gonna wear that because that's too hot. You know, okay. we're gonna wear something comfortable." Okay, it's her fault. I wear sweatpants, damn it. Okay, <laughs> <laughs> but like she. Uh, she made sure, like, you know, the flannel shorts and everything or mm-hmm. the cargo shorts. Mm-hmm. You know, before everybody thought that was lame. Yeah, yeah. You know, I was wearing that stuff. Okay. And I was comfortable. I was like, yeah. oh, you was right about these. I don't feel mm-hmm. restricted. <laughs> I got to do a backflip off the porch with these. <laughs> you know, back when you could do backflips off the porch. Yeah, yeah. Because I can't do that no more. Do they still make houses with back porches? I haven't seen one in any of the... I don't know. I'll probably get one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch me. Okay. But, um... But yeah, like between that, she would make sure I ate good. She would mm-hmm. make sure I was her riding buddy. Uh-huh. Like I'll go to the grocery store with her. Grocery store, uh-huh. we go go pick up some Burger King real quick. Okay. <laughs> we about to go to Bible study. How did I get mm-hmm. caught up in Bible study with her? Mm-hmm. I don't know. She had me singing in the church choir some Sundays. Cool. Cool. <laughs> she was mama. Like uh-huh. she literally took care of me. Like I was her only son, cool. which I was not at all. So that was really confusing too. Like. Why are you taking care of me like this? Where your kids? Uh-huh. <laughs> I, I didn't know at this point in time. Like, oh yeah, that's right. My mom is her kid, but yeah, whatever. Yeah. And uh, that's just how it was. It was her. That's dope. I had different grandmother experiences because, like, my grand my grandmothers. I feel like they were like much more like older than some of my friends' like grandmothers. Like my friends, they like how you said like your grandmother would drive. Like neither of my grandmothers would drive. Mm-hmm. Neither of them had like had cars. My granddad would drive. Or um or like if my granddad was um didn't want to drive like my my grandmother on my mom's side she had nine kids so 
so you're gonna find a ride out of the, out of those. So, um, but yeah, so like, what you doing? <laughs> Are you busy? I'm calling next one. <laughs> Good God, nine. Yes, yes. God. Yeah. Woo. I, I want a big family too, not that big, but that's that's another episode. I don't know, but uh, <laughs> I think you're gonna end up with like ten kids, bro. No way, but <laughs> but yeah, so like, I, I'm always kind of. I always kind of wonder, like, what if my grandmother was, like, a little bit younger? I could have had, like, a different relationship. But, like, my grandmothers, they were, they were like, they weren't for, for like, any type of, like, you know, games when we were kids. Like, oh, yeah, just, not either. Yeah. They were, like, very settled into, like, you know, their, their ways at the time. It wasn't a bad thing. Actually, that helped, like, all of the grandkids be more disciplined, I think. Mm-hmm. Because... You know, your mom, she was, like, all fun and everything like that. And then she'll drop you off at, you know, granny or and everything like that. And it's like, you knew you had to, like, straighten up and <laughs> certain right. things you couldn't say. Like, doing say. this in the chair? Yeah, you couldn't say. Oh, my. You couldn't say lie. That was a cuss right. word at granny. Right, story. <laughs> that was how I flipped that earlier, right? Yeah. I came from grandma. You couldn't say lie. You couldn't say. It was, it was crazy. But it's, uh, I felt like it also gave you, like, a diversity of character. Like, as you grew up, like, you know, like, with African-Americans, we always say, like, there's a black voice that you have and there's a job interview voice. So I feel like the foundation of that for me in my experience was, like, going to my grandparents' yeah. house and then being in my parents' house. Because, like, at grandma's house, it's like, you got to have, like, a whole different type of I need y'all to write setup. this down because this is this actually happened. Yeah. So I swear to God, <laughs> the only reason that I'm somewhat decent now at my speaking it's because of my grandmother. Every turn of the dime, she would always tell me, Open your mouth, enunciate, yeah. pronounce your words. <laughs> and I'd be like, Man, look. Okay. Uh-huh. Hey. <laughs> God. <laughs> like, I can still hear her saying that now. Uh-huh. But, you know, again, you know, that's why there's some days I'm like, we're really doing a podcast, mm-hmm. and I'm actually co-hosting it. Right. Because if my grandmother was still here, she would be ringing me by the neck like, "Why are you talking so fast? Yeah. Why are you mumbling?" <laughs> <laughs> and she wasn't the person to truly discipline because uh-huh. she didn't have to. Okay. But if she got to the point where she had to get you together, mm-hmm. especially in public, mm-hmm. like, you're not gonna be embarrassing me. Public, uh-huh. straighten up right now, yeah. and I'll just be like, "Why are you talking so low? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> you talking over the other time, uh-huh. <laughs> especially in church, right? Look, <laughs> you gonna sit here? You gonna be quiet? Well, so she didn't even, she couldn't even do that because she was the uh, piano player at church. Okay, and she like actually uh, led the choir, uh-huh. and so she'd be sitting there on the piano like, uh, and all that good stuff and. You know, if I'm, I was never sitting down, like, listening. I'm always up there with them, like, I'm tired of this song. Like, (laughs) can we go get ice cream or something? (laughs) But, you know, I guess to kind of, you know, kind of tie some of these things in, Mm -hmm. you know, there's certain things that mom can teach you. That's some things that you're going to get from life. But primarily, you know, there's some things that just mentally stick with you. And... You know, I'm for I can say that I'm fortunate mm-hmm. to be able to have gotten those things from them individually because, again, like you said, I probably wouldn't be out to the person I am today without their leadership. Because uh, 
yeah, I remember some times we went through, it was just like, man, my gosh, <laughs> how did we make it here, man? Yeah. So, you know, um, and that's why I always give all the praise to mamas because not to say dad didn't do anything, yep. but, you know, this, about mom, this episode about mamas, dang yep, it. Yep. So, um, <laughs> well, how did, like, because I know, like, you mentioned um, the wife having, like, the same type of, like, sensibility as mom did. So, like, how did, like, you know, your mom, like, raising you, um, like, affect your role as a husband? How did she make you, like, take on? How did she, like, help you be responsible as a husband? So... I remember I said earlier when my situation was a little different. Mm-hmm. So my situation is a little different for the following reasons. Um, one, in a grand, the grand scheme of things, my wife is nothing like my mother okay. <laughs> at all. Like, she's just not. And it's not a negative thing at all. Right. I'm actually glad she's not like my mother because <laughs> that would be weird. Yeah. But, you know, she has the qualities I think that would make my wife a good mother but keep on topic here um i think that uh for me i saw the things that my mother deserves as a person as a wife as a person that works all day so you know beforehand i guess early like (laughs) like day two of our relationship Mm -hmm. like you know you know i didn't care that you had to work all I wouldn't have cared if you had to work all day if we didn't eat then I'm like I'm frustrated Mm -hmm. but I see the ins and outs of her busting her butt every day between work between extracurriculars between her sorority Mm -hmm. like she works her butt off and I could be dead tired and I'm like you know what let me go put this meal together real quick because she deserves and um you know, some of those things come from, you know, watching my mom work her butt off. Mm-hmm. And my dad would literally, you know, sometimes she didn't agree with it, but he would have dinner ready by the mm-hmm. time she got home. Okay. Like, fresh cooked meal. Just, mm-hmm. and he from down south, too, so. Oh, uh, yeah. He, yeah, he and mom whipping the gravy up himself, <laughs> like, easily. She'll like, curl with the pot. <laughs> look, I'm like, I don't even, I still haven't mastered gravy yet, and this guy was just a guru. Okay. But um, he would always have dinner ready. He'd always have the house clean. Uh-huh. Um, he would always, you know, have me together. Okay. And, you know, they had a trade-off with that. But, you know, I seen her efforts. I seen everything she did. And sometimes she falls asleep on the couch because she was that tired. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I'm like, all right, you know what? I want to make sure that as a husband that my wife's not going to need for anything. Right. Because, I mean, today's society, mm-hmm. women tend to not need men. Right. Like, at all. Like, yeah. period. Forget about it. Don't need you. Yeah. Whatever. Uh-huh. And um, so, I think as men, we really got to step up to the plate with that. But we also got to remember, especially you had a positive experience. Yep. Remember those lessons your mama taught you because at the end of the day, you're going to hopefully be somebody's husband one day. Yep. Or, you know, significant other. So, you got to remember that, you know, even though it's a two-way street, mm-hmm. make it such that she doesn't have to lift the finger at the end of the day. Right. You know, make that environment comfy, cozy for her at the end of the day. Right. 
and you know it should be about the same way vice versa but mm-hmm. i think those that's one of the things i learned from my mom that you know that's husband yeah i mean i mean yeah sometimes it's gonna be balanced sometimes it's gonna be the other way around but mm-hmm. you know as a man you know you shouldn't want to see mm-hmm. your wife stressed tired right. whatever it may be so right. you want to whatever whatever that role is that she plays in your house or in your household, in your family, don't be afraid to, you know, take up that yeah. role. So, yeah. uh, I could probably go on and on for miles about it, but, <laughs> um, but you get the picture. Yeah. So. My, the way that my mom uh, affected my role as a husband was just, uh, I would say, like, the way that, like, like, my mom, I think she raised me with the intent of me being like someone's husband you know i feel like like as i look back it's like the things that like she did like the program she put me in um the way she would take me to church every sunday everything like from you know like the belief in god to um just the way that she went about like me getting my education so like when i was younger my mom put me in the engineering program at wayne state and I was like seven or eight years old. I mean, who knew that would lead to me being a college engineer at Wayne State when I was yeah, eighteen? No. Like, <laughs> so that's that's it's like things like that. I feel like my mom raised me like intentional. Like everything she did was like deliberate. Everything she did was like strategized. So I feel like that's something that I would. I mean, like, who am I to like give advice? But I feel like that's one thing that like new new mothers should do. That if if they aren't doing, I feel like you should raise like your kids specifically your boys like intentional because there's there's so many things out here they could fall into so if you raise them intentional be be strategic about the type of kids you let them hang around like when i was growing up my mom she was very uh particular about the people that she left me and my sister with so that's why we only spent time (laughs) with our grandparents and, and aunts and uncles right like we didn't really have like I know a lot of kids, like, when I was growing up in, in the neighborhood, they'd be like, we never see you after school. Where do you go? Like, we go to the Boys and Girls Club. And where do you go after school? I'm like, well, my grandparents stay on 7 Mile and whatever, so I'll be over there after school. <laughs> they were like, well, you don't ride your bike after school. You never see you riding your bike. Well, I'll be in my grandparents' house on the east side. I don't stay over here after school. So, But, I mean, like, so the way that, like, affected me, like, as a husband, it was, like, she raised me deliberate and intentional to, to know like right from wrong to know um this is how you're supposed to behave as a man like look at your dad look at the way he ties his tie look at how he dresses for church like your dad is a deacon like he's a man that you know has a role he's a person who has purpose so it's like when i was growing up it's like whenever my mom would tell me something like you know this is how you should behave it's like if i didn't know where to look the example was in the house with my dad so um so i feel like like connecting that to like the husband part, I actually remember my mom when I was in high school. I think I was probably like fifteen or sixteen. Like she was like doing all the paperwork for me to get in driver's training. And I'm like, man, I don't feel like doing driver's training. Like I just want to stay in the basement, play Xbox or whatever, that type of thing. <laughs> she was like She was like, No, you gonna get it together. Like you gonna be she actually told me she's like, You gonna be somebody's husband, like like act right. That's what she told me. And uh I always remember that. And uh so I, I feel like after she told me that, I was like, yeah, I'm like 16, 17. Like, I am going to be somebody's husband. So I always lived my, after she told me that, I always tried to, like, live my life out, uh, like, in preparation of being somebody's husband. So, like, 
I went to college and got a degree because I wanted to get a job so I could support a family. Like, I always went to church, always believed in God, always prayed because I feel like, you know, the Bible says, uh, he who finds a wife finds a good thing or mm-hmm. obtain a favor from the Lord. So I feel like if that's a gift that God's given, then I need to be seeking him in order to get a wife. So I feel like everything that she taught me was in preparation for me to be a husband. But even after I stepped into that husband role, I always tell my mom, like, there's certain stuff you didn't tell me about. So, <laughs> like, I had no idea how much, uh, like, financial, you know, I didn't have the finance. I, I had the finances, but I didn't know, like, oh, this percentage, it, it costs to run a household. Like, I told her that yesterday when I saw her, like, like I, I went over to my parents' house yesterday, and they were just like, hey, you want, like, they had, like, some leftover popcorn from the theater because they went and saw Infinity Wars or whatever. So she was like, you want this popcorn? I'm like, yeah, I want that popcorn. Like, I know how much that costs. It's like, <laughs> 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 like yeah, I'll take that popcorn home with me. So it's like, I joke with them like that. They'll be like, why you want that popcorn so bad? I'm like, y'all didn't tell me it costs this much to, to you know, run a household, you know, to measure on yeah, oh, groceries and insurance and I remember a joke that Chris Rock said, like, just to get off topic real quick. Chris Rock said, uh, shouldn't be called insurance. It should be called in case. (laughs) 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 And he said, like, in case stuff don't happen, shouldn't I get my money back? So that's just the whole, like, insurance scam. I just thought of that. But, yeah, Yeah, like, my mom, she raised me intentionally, like, with the the vision of me being somebody's husband, I think. Like, when I look back on how she, like, planned everything. So, um... But like how you said, I, I get I get a lot of I'm not gonna say I get a lot of uh, uh, flack or whatever. But you know, there's a thing that like there's an idea that men clean different than women clean, and so like my wife is like, I'll go right down the countertops, you know, spray them first, let it sit, you know, for a couple minutes so I can like break up the grease or whatever's on the counter. Then I go wipe it or whatever, and then, and then I go vacuum and, and all that stuff. She'll like she'll go behind me and clean, and I'm like, I just clean that. <laughs> She won't right she won't do everything, but like the countertops is like a big thing and so she'll be like, Hey, like it's whatever, you know, that type of thing. I'm like, All right, cool. Like I'll just leave it for you to do next time. <laughs> <laughs> so I was I was just touching on that because I know you said like um, you know, your dad would do the same thing with, you know, cooking and, and getting you together and stuff. So I feel like it's it's some of that stuff is is still like passed down from generation to generation. Well, so. so but it's it's dope though. Um I would say, like, how how would you, I know you touched on it, you know, a couple of topics ago about, like, when you were, like, dating and how your mom would know, like, before you were even spotted, right? So, like, how did your mom, like, raise you as, like, to, like, be, like, the gentleman you are? Like, how would you, like, how did she, like, affect, like, how you viewed women or, like, how you viewed the type of person you wanted to be with? Like, when you were, like, getting into, like, you know, did you make a checklist? Like, this is the qualities, these are the qualities that I want my wife to be. And did you pull some of that? Like, hey, my mom is kind of like this. I like her to be kind. I like my wife to be caring. I like, you know. So, before I answer that, hold on to that. Cool. Um, I just remember this one last thing about my mom. Okay. So, you kind of touched on it a little bit uh-huh. in terms of, you know, what type of, you know, what type of man you're going to be, what type of employee you're going to be. And she helped me decide what I wanted to do in my life before I actually knew. Okay. So, you know, I was always good at math and science, and she was just like, my son, you're going to be an engineer one day. Mm-hmm. 
I'm thinking like, what the hell's an engineer? <laughs> I've never seen one. Like, uh-huh. I don't know what an engineer does. Right. That's the people that run the train. Choo-choo. <laughs> and, um, you know, ultimately she helped me decide what I wanted to do with my career. And she kind of guided me on that track to pursue STEM major, pursue a STEM field mm-hmm. and, you know, go after it. And, mm-hmm. you know, and it wasn't a bit just because of that. But also, you know, engineers tend to, you know, hypothetically make all this money that I still haven't seen yet. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet either. <laughs> Somewhere. It's chilling. <laughs> it's taxed, too. Yeah, yeah. And, um, you know, so you have that whole portion of it. But, um, you know, my mom definitely did a good job of that. Um, now, far as the, I guess, the checklist or, you know, things to kind of want to having like a wife if I'm not mistaken um or the gentleman qualities for myself um well I, I think one of the things she definitely did was pick a suitable spouse okay um cause <laughs> my dad you could not tell how to dress okay cause he was on point he was fly he yeah, <laughs> he wore suits every day to work. Wow. Like he used to work for Metro Cars. Okay, and so you know, you if you ever seen a guy that works for Metro Cars, they have the hat. Yep. They got this uh, red and black striped tie on with mm-hmm. the white crisp shirt, <laughs> and uh, all his stuff was always dry clean. So every of uh, the tip yeah. of his pants would just be sharp, just like you don't touch it. <laughs> like he would be that guy. Yeah, every day going to church. Mm-hmm. Going to work, um, going to the grocery store, goddammit. Mm-hmm. I'm just like, how are you this fly all the time? Yep, yep. Like, your socks match your belt, bro. <laughs> your socks yeah, that's crazy. match your belt. Your shoes match your tie. That's crazy. And your white is not the slightest denty on your shirt. Right. I don't understand. Because <laughs> I can't get that right yet. Yeah. But... Um, Maybe it was a southern thing because I felt like my granddad had some of that too. I think it might have been a southern I thing. I think so. Yeah. It's a Georgia thing in his case. Yeah. But uh, he was, um, you know, that's what she was attracted to. Uh-huh. She was attracted to a guy that had their stuff together. Yep. And um, that took care of themselves, that had good hygiene, that, mm-hmm. um, you know. So ultimately, it wasn't like a necessarily a checklist. It was like, you want a good example of a good guy. Look at that guy right there in the next room over. As he's snoring in the bed. And, <laughs> and um, you know, that's where I kind of looked at, all right, well, there were, at one point I used to look at being like my dad is a negative because, you know, he had some behaviors to me that just I didn't agree with. Same here. I felt like that a little bit too. But as I get older and I, you know, I go through my everyday life of like from the way I actually <laughs> from the way I sneeze uh-huh. <laughs> um, to uh, the way I dress uh-huh. you know if I'm ever able to you know get out go throw a suit on something like that mm-hmm. I had the same behaviors as him I take yeah. all day in the bathroom like him yeah. I'm pretty sure my wife would agree with that <laughs> uh, what else just a lot of different things I necessarily got from my dad. Mm-hmm. And I look back and I'm just like, wow. I, like, even my, I got a story about teeth. Okay. Even my teeth. Mm-hmm. So I went to the dentist the other day. Well, I forgot. Why a week ago? I don't know. Okay. 
And <laughs> I never had braces. Yep. Never had braces at all. The worst thing I ever had was my wisdom teeth taken out. Okay. That was a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. So I got to the dentist, leaving out in the receptionist. She doesn't. She doesn't. She's not regularly the re- receptionist. Okay. But she's looking at me. She's like, "Oh my God, you have an amazing smile." Uh huh. I'm like, "Um, thank you." It's <laughs> <laughs> reason you say that. She's like, <laughs> like I don't, have you ever had braces before? I'm like, "Nope, mm-hmm. never had braces." She's looking at me. She's like, "Wow, can you can you just smile for me real quick?" <laughs> I'm saying, like, you're really creeping me out, lady. Uh-huh. You know this, right? So I smile. Did she get a selfie with you? No, okay. no. God, no. <laughs> God, no. No, no, no. Um, But she was just so infatuated with my smile. Uh-huh. But then I thought back to, uh, you know, my <laughs> I thought back to my early, you know, moments with, uh, you know, with my wife. And um, she's like... One of the first things I actually noticed about you, you know, I mean, you were smart and everything. Yeah. I didn't really care about, well, I cared about that, but you had an amazing smile. Okay. I was like, really? Mm-hmm. So I'm all cheesing. I'm like, yeah, you like the smile, girl. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you found it in. Yeah. I was like, all right. I just got to lock this down. But, um, you know, I take pride in making sure I keep myself together. Okay. Um, they're... Obviously, my lazy days like Saturday because I don't feel like doing anything on Saturdays. Yep. But you know, if I'm asked like, "Hey, mm-hmm. we about to go X, Y, and Z," all right, look at my closet real quick, see what I got. You know, here I come with. They're like, "You overdress for this?" I'm like, "A man can never overdress. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you really That's can't. True. That's true. Because if you don't know what to wear, you got to go to. And if that's too much for the room, that mean they ain't stepped their game up. <laughs> That's what my dad kind of taught me. In I like that. <laughs> and, um, you know, my mom was attracted to that. So okay. I think that her attraction ultimately was the thing that was my checklist. Mm-hmm. So I was like, if my dad's doing it and she likes it, then I should do something similar and then somebody else is going to like it. Uh-huh. If you didn't like it, that means you're, you're not where I need you to be. Mm-hmm. So, and then, you know, I was able to pick off my types of women by then. It's like, no, yeah. not you, because you think I'm old, and that's fine. <laughs> but go away. <laughs> and, um, you know, actually, luckily for me, I didn't have to <laughs> go through the, the dating woes like yeah. some other people do. But yeah. um, for me, it was really simple then when it came to picking a wife. It was like, I don't know what the qualities are about you, mm-hmm. but it's you. Okay. I want you. Let's go to dinner. That's amazing you say that, though, because I had a mentor, like, when I came into uh, college, and he was just like, you know, find your wife when you're in college, you know. Y'all can build together and everything like that. And so uh, I asked him, because he was married, and he still is. I think he was, like, three years in at the time of his marriage, and now he's, like, I think 10. But he was just, you know, I asked him, how did you know your wife was your wife? And he was just like, when you know, you know. That's the only answer he gave me. That's it. And I'm like. It gotta be me. <laughs> like, this is the person you're gonna spend your life with. They can tell me just like I'm not seeing my know. Like it has to be more. Like they have to have like a certain scent. They have to have like some. <laughs> I was like, it has to be a list, right? No. And so, um, but yeah, he was right because I would give the same advice too. Like when you know, you know. Because I feel like that's how it happened for me. Yeah, I mean, you don't really know, and you don't really. I mean, for myself, 
you don't sit here and be like, oh my gosh, she's just like my mother. Like, yeah, it's just certain behaviors and whatnot mm-hmm. that tend to stem from I want to believe strong women. Yeah, yep. and you know I believe my mother is still is or well, was and still is a very strong woman. That's important you say that. Yeah, and um, you know. So if I had to look for one characteristic, I guess it would be, yeah. are you a strong woman by yourself? Yep. So I don't want nobody that needs me. Yeah. Very weird to say that now. Yeah. But I don't want somebody that actually needs me. Yeah. Like, yeah. you know, it's good to have me around, mm-hmm. but, mm-hmm. you know, they need you in certain instances, but, yeah. you know. She'll still be able to secure the bag if she didn't have you. And more. Yep. Yep. <laughs> I look at some of the things she do every day, I'm just like... How do you come up with this? Mm-hmm. But, you know, that's just, uh, I guess, the gift of God, I guess. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, that's... So, like, for me, I did have a little checklist. I didn't have, like, this extensive, long checklist of, like... The list. Yeah. I had, Here like, we go. I had, like... I can't even remember everything that was on it because it was, like, four or five things. But number one thing, I wanted her to be beautiful, like, outside and inside. So, I used to watch the way she treated people. I used to watch just like her. Like we used to study together. Like it was, she was my friend first, right? So mm-hmm. I felt that that was important. So I guess I put that on the checklist. So she had to be beautiful, be a friend. We had to have uh, the same common beliefs as far as uh, religion, family, um, finances, um, and then one of the things that people always always laugh at us. I said, like, I want a wife who knows how to cook. Because <laughs> I like to eat. <laughs> that wasn't a deal breaker, but it was just something that I felt, you know, was important. I like to cook, so hopefully she likes to cook. Look so. here. Yeah. Because, now, granted, on a day-to-day basis, yep. I tend to do a lot of the cooking. Okay. That's just how it goes. Uh-huh. However, where she cook? Uh-huh. I just go back like this, and I'm like, I know it's about to go down. <laughs> He's kicking his feet up right now. I wish you could see him. <laughs> <laughs> I got excited thinking about it. But, I mean, you think about that. And I look back now. I mean, <laughs> I'm even kind of still in disbelief, but my parents were the same way. Okay. My dad would do a lot of the day-to-day cooking. Mm-hmm. But you always know mama ain't cooking during the week. Right. I don't know why that is. <laughs> it's like a black thing, I swear to God, because... No matter where you go, uh-huh. mama ain't cooking during the week. She would get up on a Sunday, though, yeah, and go to town. <laughs> and I was just like, why just Sunday, mama? Please, can we get this during the week? And she told me little tricks and stuff during the week, whatever, that I still use now, uh-huh. to be honest with you. But on the, when she feels like cooking, mm-hmm. my dad will come home, whatever he's doing, maybe come home from church or whatever it may be. Uh-huh. My mom is like, I got this. Uh-huh. So my dad goes back. Like, <laughs> about to go watch this Lions game. <laughs> By the time it's over, my wonderful wife is going to have food today. <laughs> and, you know, between, like, that mean pot of spaghetti to, mm-hmm. you know, just certain dishes she would make. And it was just be like, man, mm-hmm. wow. So now, I mean, I didn't intentionally look for that. Yep. It just kind of happened. Okay. Because, I mean, let, let me tell you. Uh-huh. Mrs. Winfrey? Uh-huh. I'd be good. <laughs> she said she cooking. I'm like, 
bring all my friends. Yeah. <laughs> we'll have tea. <laughs> like, I just get really excited with you. My mom was kind of the opposite way. Like, I know you said, like, your mom would cook uh, Saturday and Sunday. So, my mom was, um, she would get off work probably, like, 6 o'clock at the earliest, 7 o'clock at the latest. So, she would come pick us up from uh, our grandparents' house. Um, Monday through Friday, we were over there. So, she would pick us up. And then, we would go home. And then she would still, like, cook. So, like, Monday it would be, like, chicken. Tuesday would be spaghetti. And then you eat leftover spaghetti on Wednesday. And then Thursday would be, like, pork chops or something. And then Friday, every Friday, it was always she was going to go to Buddy's Pizza on Six Mile and Conant and get, like, whatever. Like, she was, I forget what it's called. It was, like, a deluxe pizza. It would have, like, ham, Italian sausage, ground beef <laughs> pepperoni green peppers she'll get like two of those bring it to my grandparents house every friday and then my dad i went with my dad during the day because i was in kindergarten at the time that i remember this actually happening but we would go to the fish market like my dad would go to the fish market on liver noise and m10 at the time i don't think it's there no more by uod mercy and uh i would go on the fish market with him and he would get fish for our immediate family so me and my sister my mom and him and then he would like oh like, his mom would want, you know, some perch. And then he would get my grandparents on my mom's side some, uh, like, white bass and so, and some croaker. Um, and then, so he used to get, like, all this fish. We all had the fish market with all this fish. And then he would, like, we would go to, you know, his mom's house, my grandma's house, and he would deliver the fish over there on the west side. And then, like, since I was in PM kindergarten, he would drive me off to school. The school was by our house. So he would go home put our fish in the refrigerator for my mom to cook that night. And then... I would, he would come pick me up from P.M. Kindergarten like at 310, drop me off at my grandparents' house, me and my sister. And then, like, we'll just be over there. My grandma, she'll get out of work with me here at the fence. It was something, like, off the color purple. Like, we'll always meet grandma at the fence. <laughs> she would walk her back to the house. And then, you know, she'll set in. She'll be like, you know, turn the channel two, put it on Judge Judy. So it'd be like me and my sister, grandma, granddad watching Judge Judy. And then, you know, you might get a visit from. Because, you know, my grandmother on that side, she had nine kids. So you get, a, you get an uncle to come over, an aunt to come over. Somebody going to come over. You know, she started frying the fish that my dad left over there for her that, that he bought that morning when I was there. So it was like every Friday night, it was just like the culmination of the week. It was like granny in the kitchen frying fish. Mama bringing the pizza from buddies when she get off work. And then we go home from here after we spend time with our uncles and cousins. We're going to go to our house. And then my dad going to get off work early on Friday because... He was an engineer, you know, Friday is always the lightest day for his schedule, I guess. So he'll get home off a of second shift, come home, he had fish frying. So it was always like, Man. my mom was always I like want in the that kitchen. now. <laughs> like, I want to hang with you like a whole week. Oh, that sounded really good. I yeah. see, see, our house is a little bit different than that, even because there were some weekends, especially in the summertime, where we go fishing uh-huh. and we catch what we eat. Okay. And so... You got to take me one day. I've never been fishing. I have not been fishing in a very long time. Okay. And I want to get back into it sometimes because my family goes a lot. Mm-hmm. But I think they overdo it. Yeah. I'm not the overdo it type. Yep. But um, I, they just, I think they just love fishing, though. Like, okay. They love it more than I do. Mm-hmm. Um, but, um, but, yeah, we would either go over... What's that? Mariner's Park, I think that's what it's called. Over on Alter Road and... Uh, Near Jefferson. Okay. We go there, go fishing. We go to, um, we go to Canada sometimes. Okay. Actually, we take the ferry across mm. and we go to Canada. And that was some of the best fishing ever. <laughs> My God. Yeah. Yeah. Like, we, 
Because you'll sit there right off the dock where you get docked off at from the ferry. Okay. And you just go fishing, drop your line straight down, and boom, boom, mm-hmm. boom, boom. That good. Yeah, and you can see the water. Like uh-huh. You can see it's crystal clear where yeah. we used to go. Okay. You can see straight down. You can see them biting your hook. I'm like, okay. I want some of those. <laughs> <laughs> like they tennis shoes or something? <laughs> yeah, like that's it. If y'all like rock bass or whatever, and you just drop that line straight in, and next thing you know, mm-hmm. boom. Yeah. And so my mom and I, you know, we'd clean up just... Okay go crazy <laughs> and my dad you know he always tries to throw his line out the farthest uh-huh. he want the walleye he always okay. say walleye <laughs> that's a walleye uh-huh. I'm like ain't no walleye <laughs> I'd be a uh, whatever that trash fish is I forgot what it's called you ever had a fish that you didn't like like you ever taste it and be like I don't need that fish in my in my regimen no more it used to be catfish really it used to be Everybody loves catfish. You got to tell us why you don't like catfish. Here's the story. So it used to be catfish. Okay. So I always had this, because you ever had a fresh catfish? It's really fresh and it makes you kind of like nauseous type of thing. Well, between that and somewhere a little bit like, sometimes it can be a little slimy. Yeah, that's that, uh, what is it, the gallbladder or something that's in there? I think so. Some type of. I'm not 100% sure. Some type of pouch of some. But this is what I do know. Yeah. I remember one time my mom and I went fishing, and I caught walleye. Uh-huh. Caught a walleye, <laughs> and uh, I remember trying to cook it myself. Uh-huh. It's the first time I tried to make fish for myself. Okay, and I didn't try to fry it though. Yeah, I tried to like you know saute it. Yeah, yeah. So I ate it, and it came. I had that with some rice and whatever. Uh-huh. It tasted really good. Yeah. Something's wrong with that walleye. Okay. Because <laughs> the next two days, I was in the house like, ah, I'm yeah. so sick. Yeah, the PGs. And I couldn't do. I and I remember I was just like, I'm never eating walleye again. Yeah. It was so true. I couldn't eat anything. Have you uh had it since? Or are you no. still okay? Wow. This was like ninth or tenth grade. Okay. I've not touched a while ever since. <laughs> Did not work for me, bro. Sign up next April Fool's Day to bring up. No, just kidding. <laughs> will drop kick you in the chin. <laughs> but, and then after that, you know, I had some catfish. Okay. From somewhere. I forget where it was. Mm-hmm. It could have even been caught. Mm-hmm. And um, it was amazing. I was like, oh, what about. Maybe that was just bad catfish because this is really good. Okay. So, I mean, you know, now I'm, you know, I like catfish, but it's not my favorite. Okay. But uh, my mother, she, <laughs> she was the person between myself, my dad and I, mm-hmm. when I between her, myself and her. Yep. And you know what I'm saying. <laughs> <laughs> she would be the person that loves to go fishing. She'd go after work. She'd go on weekends, whatever. Uh-huh. My dad would be like, let's go on the weekend. My mom would be like, no, let's go right now. <laughs> <laughs> because I got Tabasco rating. I'm going to clean this fish tonight, and we're going to have fried fish tonight. Cool. And I'll, that was just, those were the times I missed right there. So, all that good stuff. Uh, yeah. But, yeah, we got to plan a trip. I got some time off in uh, July from work, so we should, we, should, we should put together a men's trip. And just just head out and just fish. That'd we'll be dope. See, we'll see what we can do yeah. with it. Yeah. Do like, you know, I don't know how long you would spend out there. How long you usually spend, like, four to six hours? Because or... my uncles, they make a day out of it. You can make a day out of it. 
I just don't know if I'm ready for that life yet. <laughs> it might take me a while to build that back up, but we'll, we'll, we'll see, man. I feel, I feel like if I went with you, like, one time, you'll be like, yeah, that was fun. We got to do it again. And then, like, you'll check in on me, like, a week later. You'll be like, how's it been? I'm like, I went back, like, the day later. Like, <laughs> I liked it that much. <laughs> I, I, I'm still here, man. Yeah. <laughs> you never left, bro? What are you doing? <laughs> but, yeah, getting back to the um, Mother's Day topic. I guess, like, to close out our discussion, just had, like, a another another discussion topic or a question topic, um, part A, part B. What would you say um, is your favorite characteristic of your mom? And then what would be, like, your, like, best, like, most funnest memory or time spent with your mom that you can remember? <laughs> well, drop a bomb for that. <laughs> um, I would say the best characteristic of my mom is... I would say her resilience. She has always been just so resilient to Mm -hmm. anything she's been through in life. So, Mm -hmm. whether it be her finishing her um, her school program, or you know, when it came to like raising me, despite what's going on, Mm -hmm. uh, whether it be um, you know to get the certain job she wants. Just down to like just living her best life. Like mm-hmm. she's always been very resilient against whatever circumstances has been like against her. And um, you know, I try to. Actually, I think for me, that's kind of a behavior that I've inherited from her. Yep. Because I don't look at what if I fail, but more so look at you know I'm going to be successful, but what's going to be my range of success. Mm-hmm. And she's always had that about her. So whenever I think about, you know, you know, what's that one thing about my mom? It's just like, that's really it. Like, she's always very, it's just headstrong in terms of what she wants to do. And knows never answer for her. Okay. And so, uh, I guess the second part of that would be, like, my fondest memory. Um... Dun, 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 dun. That's a good question. I would have to say it was hmm. this is really hard because we've had definitely a good share of good moments. I would probably say it was when we were now sometimes I wish we can go back to this but it's our time when we actually all lived in the same house. Yeah. Um, my mom, dad, and I, we stayed in the same house. You know, it was, that you had your challenging moments, you had your really fun moments. And a lot of that just came from just living in the same house and um, actually having both my parents together doing what they do best. Mm-hmm. I knew I didn't have to want or need for anything. Okay. And then the moment when they um, they split, I knew that everything was going to change. Like, down to, you know, who I interact with, to, you know, the ease of not having to worry for certain things. And, like, I started working really, really early. Like, I started working maybe about 14 years old. Okay. Not because I wanted to necessarily, mm-hmm. but there were most some instances where I feel like I needed to. Okay. Because, you know, certain things I wanted in life and. I knew my mama wasn't going to buy them, like that pair of J's, or like, uh, you know, uh, 
you know, certain clothes or whatever. So I just knew that I had to do my end to, you know, be able to make certain things happen. So, huh. um, so what about for you? Uh, my favorite characteristic about my mom would be, I guess, like, her ability to, like, see, like, the future, but then at the same time, like, dictate how she, how the future is going to go for her and her family. So, for instance, like, um, I told you, like, how me and my uh, sister will spend time a lot with uh, my uh, grandmother, right? And grandmother granddad after school and so it got to a point where my mom I like I asked her this I'm like what made you you know want to do something different so basically she told me like she got to the point where she felt that she was missing a big part of me and my sister developing so she took on um, a different type of work um, to you know still bring in you know income for for her but uh, she was able to make money while being at home and so because of that she was there for me like from I think like from fourth grade or fifth grade all the way up until like the end of high school like she was able to see me like every day after school and i no longer was you know going to my grandparents house uh, after school but that gave me the time to spend with my mom and she was able to like nurture me more and develop me it wasn't like more so like directly um at the age where she came home like she wasn't like directly like hey come here i got this for you to do you know that type of thing it was just more like indirectly you know like we'll spend time together she will watch tv together run errands with her you know after i got home from school so stuff like that um so i would say like that was one of the things that she was able to do like see the future see how she wanted you know her family to be structured and then be able to you know make that move in order for her to be the influencer um so that's one of my favorite characteristics about her because she just i feel like everything that she wanted to do in life she's done but there's still like a couple more things she probably wants to do but uh, my favorite memory with my mom, I think it's, we have a lot. Uh, I don't know. It's so many. I was, <laughs> like I said, she was, she was there for like after school every day from like age like 11 until like basically I like moved out. Um, I think like seeing my mom like cry when I graduated high school, that was cool. I wasn't, I wasn't crying, but it was just like, she was like. She was at the point where, uh, like, because I'm her only son, and so, you know, raising a boy in Detroit is kind of, like, difficult. It can be difficult if you don't put the right people around them or put them in the right, you know, place to learn. So I feel like seeing her cry that day, I was like, really? Like, you going to cry, like, on graduation? <laughs> that was, like, a fun memory for me. Like, Ma, you really going? Like, do this at Kobo? Like, <laughs> in front of all these, all these other people. But, um... That just let me know like how much she cared for me, and I feel like when I like walked across the stage in high school, that was that was like I guess like you know it was graduation of course, but it was like to her it was a milestone because she had like finished something, and then like um, I can name something more fun than that. I could I could talk about the time when uh, like just being out of town with her is always fun. This is always like we went to New York one time. And then, uh, like, every, we're on this bus trip. You know, everybody goes on a bus trip to New York, like an eight-hour, ten-hour bus drive. So, like, everybody on the bus was, like, trying to still eat, like, McDonald's and stuff like that in New York. And we're like, we're in New York, man. Like, let's go eat something different. So, me, my mom, my sister, um, we actually, like, walked around, like, the entire, like, Madison Square, like, park and all these other, like, places in New York until we found a Nathan's hot dog, like, 
restaurant. We were like, we're going to eat Nathan's. So. <laughs> that was one of my most fun memories, like being in New York with my mom, um, as well as, you know, just always, just always like, you know, the backyard barbecue stuff with my mom. It's always fun to like, just be around her. She's always like whooping up something. It's amazing, but. So, yeah, that's. I, I, would, I would just ask this one last one. Yeah. Since that's all your questions. Yeah. I was asked, we may have touched on it just a little bit, but um, how did your mother influence the way you handle, like, stressful moments? My mom, she was always big on not being, like, a victim. So uh, it, was, it wasn't that, like, she said that, like, hey, like, never play the victim in, you know, any type of, uh, relationship or any type of you know situation but she was just always the person who said like if something was going wrong she'd be like we're gonna get together we're gonna pray or if something uh was like just difficult she she wouldn't just let it bother her she'll be like we're gonna you know get together find a solution and we're gonna get through it um let's see if i can think of an example I'm trying to think I'll say like even even just being in school like with the like we know we always touch on like the financial aid situation and stuff mm-hmm. like that, right? So <laughs> financial aid is trash. Yeah, but just like her, like because I didn't have um, like scholarships coming out of high school, so when I went to college, it was like loans, and then after I got into you know college, it was like scholarships became available just for being you know in the network of Wayne State, and so. Um, she was just like, well, if you need, you know, this thousand dollars to be able to like go to school and not be kicked out of this class, then I'll sign off on it, you know. So it was like, anytime Ken heard a situation, she was just like, it's nothing. Like this is the solution. This is what we're gonna go with. Like on to the next one. It was like that type of thing. So I feel like that's that's how my mom influenced me to like deal with situations. Because like even now, like when I'm at work or like if I'm just like one of the things I hate, like uh, I really hate that I have to deal with in life is traffic. Like, I hate traffic, man. Like, traffic is terrible. And so, like, everybody knows that, like, 696 is closed right now. And, you know, we kind of... So, <laughs> point of information. Yeah. I hate 696 now. Yeah. Because, so we decided over the weekend we're going to go see Avengers. Yep. So, I pick up I pick up my brother right here. <laughs> and I'm like, all right, so we'll just take 696. He's like, you know it's closed, right? I was like... Yep. What? <laughs> you can't close 696. That's yeah. against the law. <laughs> you can't do that. Now, as I look to my left, oh, this ramp is closed. We yep. must do something else. Yep. How dare them? That's how I felt, too. Oh, my God. That turned my work commute from being able to just, because they blocked. It's not all the traffic that would be on the freeway is on the street now. So if I'm riding the street to work, it went from like an 8 to 10 minute commute to a 20 minute commute on the street trash yeah so but like i hate dealing with traffic so like just like the point of getting back to how my mom influenced mentally it's like traffic is trash but i know like a lot of routes to get off of the freeway so it's like mm, it's not a big deal just take this exit and swoop through here and back there and then you'll be at home so that's just like a small like i guess like dem- description of mm. but yeah that's how she influenced me like it's always something that that could be worse um so Whatever situation you're dealing with, just deal with it for the time being, and then you'll get your out. 
I guess my mother was kind of that person too. Um, so, kind of the opposite. She, she kind of sometimes showed me what not to do under stress. Okay. And not that she was like, you know, don't do this under stress. But she, uh, just like that, I thought I'd answer the other question. <laughs> but she showed me, like, all right, you know, you know, one of her biggest things, and I can honestly say that I'm glad she's overcoming now, is her addiction. Mm-hmm. Um, she has an addiction to, and it's good to say had, mm-hmm. versus have. But she once had an addiction to gambling okay. and to, um, to drugs and alcohol. Mm-hmm. And so when I saw her do that, it would influence her everyday life. Mm-hmm. And that's because she was stressed out from work or life or whatever it may be. Mm-hmm. And so from that instance, you know, it kind of showed me, hey, Rich, mm-hmm. when you deal with stress, don't deal with it like your parents did because they both did that. Okay. And so, you know, as I look at my everyday life now, you know, again, that resilience part is there. But, you know, at moments where I'm like, I might joke and just be like, I'm about to go have a drink. This is stressful. Yeah. I have a bottle from my wedding day that I have maybe had one drink from. Okay. And it's still sitting in the cabinet. I got another bottle I haven't even opened yet. Okay. And that's just because, not for, I'm waiting for company to come over, but mm-hmm. I don't actually drink like that in real life. Right. But um, a lot of that is because of that influence she had and how she dealt with her stress at one point in time. And, you know, now, you know, I'm still trying to figure out the best ways to deal with stress in my life. So I did resort back to, like, working out more or um, I might binge play video games or something. <laughs> but, um, That's you know. That's a stress reliever. 2K? Yep. You stress? Yep. You dunking on everybody. <laughs> right. <laughs> you crossing somebody, you stepping back. Yep. On some filet junk. <laughs> but, uh. You know, she taught me a lot of what not to do mm-hmm. so that I could be successful today. Okay. And, you know, I know that she's thankful for that mm-hmm. lesson because I learned a lot of what not to do for my parents. Okay. And I was able to decipher that on my own as a growing adult yeah. or to say no to certain things. So now she'll ask me certain questions or ask for favors and such. And I'll legit have a grown person moment and I'll be like, no, I'm not doing that for you. Mm-hmm. And she'll be like, who taught you to say no? And I'm like, you did. <laughs> yep. You did. Yep. And she was looking at me like, damn it, you're right. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so, I mean, you know, uh, I'm thankful for that because now we're at a place where, you know, we can have those discussions again. We can talk about, you know, her addiction in the open forum and, mm-hmm. you know, she's in a better place now. And it took a while to get there. But, you know, I'm just glad because that was one thing that, for me, it used to be a mental matter mm-hmm. like in terms of, you know, why I couldn't, like, stay a certain place within my certain zones. Yep. But, you know, once we got over that, it's like, all right, that can be put to bed now. How can we move on to the next thing? And, um, yeah, so I'm thankful for that. And, you know, she ultimately taught me, I guess, from an example of what not to do or what when I'm stressed out, so. It's amazing in itself, yeah. Yeah. So, once again, we just want to give a shout-out to all of the mothers. Wishing you a happy early Mother's Mother. Day. <laughs> you didn't do it as often as I thought you would. But, yeah, we 
new moms, single moms, every mom that you could think of, people who are ladies who served as moms, um, for moms who weren't available. We just all salute you and wish you a happy Mother's Day 2018. Happy Mother's Day, girl. Yep, you, you deserve, deserve it. <laughs> <laughs> bring you some ice cream or something. We're gonna, we're gonna do a said he gonna bring you some ice cream. I heard that. Right? <laughs> I ain't say that. Cause I'm, I'm, I'm broke. Five broke over here. Ice club. Yeah. Yeah, man. It'll get better. Better days are coming. I hope but, so. Yeah. We are halfway through our debt. Okay. Halfway. That sounds like a, a, a at the melanated budget type of topic, right? You there. know that is. <laughs> Got to bring her back. She's actually part of that, man. Okay. We form like a little pact, or whatever, just to mm-hmm. get out of debt. And I'm like, yeah. we are literally just about the halfway point of getting through all of our debt. That's like not necessarily in time, but like mm-hmm. we've got through half of our list of that our debt. Okay. And I'm just look at it. I'm like, I see where my money's going. Mm-hmm. That's an amazing feeling in itself. Okay. But, um, you know, that's all in the time for another day. <laughs> um, you want to do the uh, the rundown the, of what to expect, you know, coming up this week? And... Yeah, because I ain't seen nobody. Uh, they ain't, they ain't, everybody ain't do their homework. I ain't going to be mad, but. I did my homework. I listened to the uh, music Soul Child. Give listen, More Love. Yeah. Give More Love. How'd it go? You like it? I liked it a lot. Like, it was at one point, like, because I listened to, like, the first, the first sentence he said, like, the, the kids need something with substance. That was, like, one of the first lines he said. And then after that, it's like the melody took me to a different place. And then I just started thinking about, like, all the good times that, like, I actually received love. And then, like, by the time I zoned back into the song, it was going off. So it was, like, <laughs> I had, like, a spiritual moment listening to this song. That's awesome, man. I love music, Soul Child. Uh, I'm not so much of a fan of his current day stuff. Just because I haven't given the actual listen yet. There's some catchy bops on there. Like his last few albums he just put out. But um, Soul Star, man, to me was just was just deep. And mm-hmm. I was just like, man, I like this. Mm-hmm. So he takes you places, man. But uh, I guess my only real homework is this week is. And I'm going to follow up. I'm going to see who actually listens for real. Um what were your mother's day plans like what what do you plan on doing for your mother and yeah so if if you guys are listening to this far it means you got to the whole episode but um what were your mother's day plans for this year and you know follow that up with hashtag mental matters community with the ball of fist and the brain emoji Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. those are my favorites now okay that's what it's just gonna be. That's okay. Just, we gonna take take that. That's ours. Mm-hmm. Yep. Brain. Put it all together. Put it all together. Yep. Uh, other than that, uh, my I didn't do my homework in terms of shoutouts for this week. I got some for next week that I meant to write down. I just didn't, cause this week was stressful. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, we got through it. We got through another week. Thank God, we got through another episode. We got through another episode. Yeah. <laughs> and, you know, Mother's Day is definitely something that's worth celebrating. So, um, to all you guys out there, to everybody out there that has a mother that's around, that you can celebrate, you can celebrate with her. Yep. Enjoy Mother's Day with your mother. Mm-hmm. Um, if you have a Mother's Day, a mother that is not able to celebrate with, you know, take some time out to think about what are the good memories that you all had. 
And to those that don't think your mama deserved nothing, still get your mama something. <laughs> love on your mama because if it wasn't for her, you wouldn't be here regardless. Right. I don't care how bad she treated you. Do something. Right. Because you'll regret it later if you don't. And that would be bad for your mental. Yeah. See what I did there? Yeah. Bring hey, it all back. Bring it all back. <laughs> mama! Um, you had to do it one last time. One last time. On. That's it. Uh, that's all I got. Um, got anything cool coming up this week? This week, uh, probably try to get back into the gym like how you did. Hey, and, man. Uh, it's, it's been about 10 days. I, I get one extra person with the black card, man. What do you yeah. want to do? All right. We're going to plan it this week. Yeah. <laughs> plan with Jarelia, yeah. right? <laughs> A.K.A. <laughs> busiest man I know. Man. It's cool, though. But, yeah. So, we're going to see y'all on episode five. We're going to have a new topic for y'all. We're going to interact with y'all on What's In Your Minds Wednesdays this week. And we're also just going to be sharing different things throughout the week, different thoughts, different questions, oh. just to interact with y'all. How could I forget? This is going to be the other part of y'all homework. Okay. So we just started this today, actually. You've probably seen it by now on social media. Um, so I want to give a big shout-out to those who are in lieu of Mental Health Awareness Month, which is the month of May. And we strongly support all those who like to make awareness known of mental health. And so we put a question out there on our uh, social media sites of what is one of your mental matters or issues you struggle with or currently struggle with? And um, we didn't realize that everybody struggles with mental health in some form or fashion Mm -hmm. or have in the past. And so we wanted to just see and show how close-knit this community can be by you just speaking in your truth Mm -hmm. and just kind of sharing, like, what is one of your mental matters? Okay. What is one of those things that you have struggled with or still affects you to this day? Yeah. Um, you can send it via DM. That's fine. I understand. Um, we definitely get that. It may be a touchy thing. Or if you feel like just putting it in the comments. I mean, you know, that's always awesome to see that type of strength as well. So, um, yeah. So, you'll see it on our social media pages. And it is also, and I'm glad that we'll be to get to at least attend but um in the coming weeks you have the what's that the first annual urban podcast month celebration yep so we'll be there and we hope to meet some of you awesome guys and gals um just to network see the faces and at least stick around for a little bit at least yep. but um yeah may is urban podcast month so yep. especially here in detroit so we want to recognize all those guys that are putting their best foot forward every week with yep. the microphones and yep. have something to say with their platform. So mm-hmm. um, shout out to all you guys as well. So um, other than that, that's all I got. And shout out to the culture. Yep. We're still thriving. Always for the culture. Yeah. Skip <laughs> Kanye. He lost his mind. Yeah. I'm not going to say his name. That's a curse word now. So. Oh, yeah. My bad. Yeah. Sorry. Beep. Beep. <laughs> Beep. <laughs> mentally trash before we get out of here um the allegations and everything from mr cosby he used to be my childhood role model that's trash yeah. that's out the window mm-hmm. don't know how to look up to no more mm-hmm. um yeah we're never gonna go that far on yeah. that one like kendrick said we're gonna be all right <laughs> we gonna be all right mama <laughs> um what else before we go out the front door life is great go hug somebody Show somebody you love them because they might not get it from nobody else. Yep. Show them that they mental matters. Yep. That's all I got. Yep. That's it. Like you said, loving somebody this week.
And uh, that's it. That's it. Awesome. <laughs> <laughs>